Good morning, everyone. I'm Eric Gao, and welcome to this week's installment of Taiwan Abroad. Joining us this morning is Taiwan's ambassador to Italy, Mr. Stanley Gao. Ambassador, welcome to the program. Well, buongiorno, Eric, and molto uh, piacere. And uh, grazie a tutti. Thank you very much for having me. Good morning. Buongiorno. Uh, Ambassador, just to start us off, why don't you give us a quick introduction to Italy? I mean, everyone's heard of Italy, obviously, but what have you seen there that the average person maybe doesn't know about? Sure, that uh, should be a very good question. Uh, I think, of course, uh, Italy is a very beautiful country with so much to offer. And everybody knows that uh, it's very famous for worldwide for its exotic whining and dining experience breathtaking landscapes and wonderful masterpieces, not to mention, you know, uh, Formula One race cars and the Gucci bags and shoes. But uh, it would be a great mistake thinking of Italy only as a postcard or the catalog of the luxury goods. Because uh, uh, Italy, you know, it's all about lifestyle. It's about uh, astonishing culture and a relaxing climate. So people are generally very friendly and always ready and available to be of help. And so, uh, for many of the first-time visitors to this part of Europe, I think uh, it's of course it's important to rely on uh, two books that give you interesting advice and tips. But I think the real soul of Italy would be the narrow and winding streets, small towns and villages, and try to get in touch with the ordinary Italians and the taste the everyday life as they do. So this is very much an overview of uh, what uh, this country is about. So, trying to find all these little things, little out of the way things. What is it about Italy that makes it so special and unique compared to every other country in the world? I, I think, uh, of course, the Italians are always proud to say that uh, in every Italian street corner, you can always find something delightful to visit and something delicious to eat. Of course, thanks to the country's long and distinctive history, now every Italian community. Uh, from the northern mountains in the Alps to the southern coast of Sicilia. Uh, they have uh, managed to de- develop its own unique nature of uh, beauty, identity, and the community. So uh, this is uh, about uh, creativity. So uh, wherever you go uh, across the peninsula, you can always find different features, different region to region, city to city. So. Rome is uh, quite different from Milan, for so obvious reasons. Then Florence to Venice, and uh, Torino to, to 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 Florence. So as uh, the most important feature of the Italian way of thinking, Italian way of life, would be well, I, maybe I should put it this way. You know, it's always a piano, piano. Uh, in English, is take it slow and take it easy, because they consider life is too short for good food, good wine, and a beautiful woman. So why hurry? But it doesn't mean that Italians are not hard workers. They also can separate their job from their personal life. And uh, even in these lean years, uh, Italians are able to manage the difficulties and do their best to get a job done and before sipping a cup of espresso and a glass of fine wines. Now, uh, Taiwan has been trying to forge trade deals with countries around the world and uh, sign trade agreements. What's going on on this front with, uh, between Taiwan and Italy and then, by extension, with the European Union? Uh, of course, to join the economic integration, regional economic uh, integration and the signing uh, free trade agreement or economic cooperation agreement, ECA, uh, is, has always been one of the top 
of foreign policy priorities for our government. So the European Union is uh, Taiwan's fourth largest trading partner worldwide, and the two-way trade reached 50 billion U.S. dollars. And Europe as a whole uh, continues to be the largest source of foreign direct investment into Taiwan. So a potential Taiwan-EU FTA or ECA would be mutually beneficial, and we believe and we've been urging Brussels to about kicking start the process. Now, Italy is the third largest economy in the Eurozone, and Taiwan's number five trading partner in Europe should find such a trade pact a welcome news. So we've been working very hard uh, on this uh, trade agreement, and hopefully anytime soon we can kick start the, the, the whole process. So on a smaller scale, what kind of business ties does Italy have with Taiwan already? You know, what kind of opportunities are there for Taiwanese investors? Uh, I think this is a, a good but uh, quite broad question. I may first of all say that uh, we have been very pleased and equally proud that uh, our office here in Rome has fairly good access to a host of the Italian government agencies in discussing issues of mutual interest and concerns. And uh, the annual Taiwan-Italy Economic Forum has continued to serve its purposes in addressing specific trade issues between the two sides. And in the meantime, uh, in Italy's parliament, there's what we call a Taiwan-Italy friendship group, or the fan club, if you will, and composed of uh, almost 100 bipartisan lawmakers. So they're indeed a strong cheerleaders of this growing, robust bilateral ties. And my colleagues and I myself have also been uh, taken to the road to visit uh, mayors, uh, local business organizations, universities, think tanks to, to make our good case and uh, share some success stories. So, and, uh, the, so far, the response, the feedback has been very encouraging. And the second part would be that now we have around uh, 60 Taiwanese companies operating in Milan, you know, the Italy's uh, business capital. Uh, given the fact that uh, Italy, like some of its neighboring countries, still gingerly, slowly climbing out of an economic recession, but uh, Taiwanese enterprises, small and medium-sized, have managed to find opportunities ranging from uh, aviation, like uh, Taiwan's uh, China Airlines, the shipping, like uh, Evergreen and Yangming, and ICT, to hotel, to food and beverage industries, and the machineries. So, uh, you know, when, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, even though still enormous challenges ahead. Uh, we believe these Taiwanese companies are, uh, as long as they keep an open mind, there are many opportunities they can seize to further enhance economic, cultural, and people-to-people exchange between the two sides. So uh, overall, we feel very uh, optimistic about this relationship. Well, speaking of keeping an open mind, what is there for Taiwanese students who are looking to study abroad? You know, what can Italy offer them? I think uh, creativity and the beauty could be the names of the game, because uh, this is what uh, Italy has been uh, proud of to be uh, uh, distinguished uh, from uh, other uh, communities, cover other uh, economies. I think. Uh, uh, you have to be here, coming here with patience and uh, open heart, open mind, and not to take anything for granted. Uh, after all, from ancient Roman architecture to Renaissance paintings and sculpture, and from Filari to Gucci and Ferragamo, because in every epoch of this country has experienced 
the concept of beauty and style. And uh, that's very much an integral part of Italian people's DNA. So I would encourage, advise our students starting abroad, coming to uh, Italy with that sense of the kind of uh, mindset. And uh, after all, no, we are here to pursue uh, something eternally romantic and beautiful. And Italy is the place. We've been speaking to Ambassador Stanley Gao, Taiwan's ambassador to Italy. Ambassador, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, ciao, and grazie a tutti. Ciao. And that's it for this week here on ICRT's Taiwan Abroad. I'm Eric Gao, and see you again next week.